0: Thank you, Renata, for making this whole thing possible, for Brenda for kicking us off. And here we go into the next stage. So I'd like you to thank yourself for getting your butt here, (laughs) basically. So there's a lot of different things that you could be doing tonight. And for sure, who you think you are doesn't want you to be here, for sure. So it takes a little bit of courage to respond to that deeper part of you that says, I don't really want to go, can I get out of this? But I think, oh no, some part of me wants to go. So well done for making the choice. It shows up like that when you're doing work like this. So make friends with who you think you are. You know, the person you pretend to be. See if that one is doing okay. If that one is desiring something, there's trouble. And if that one can be at peace right now, okay, we can go deeper. So a good question to ask is like, what, what do I want right now? Like, what do I want right now? Are you running a desire? What do I want right now? Do you really, really need that? Really? Because as soon as you get that, you want something else, and then you want something else, and something else, and that goes on forever, and it's a pain in the ass. So even if there's a desire there, I want something. Yeah, yeah, I'd like something. I'd like this pain in my stomach to go, pain in my head to go. I'd like, you know, I mean, it's infinite. It's infinite, the list of things we can want. So drop them all. You can pick up anytime. time. Desires, you can pick them up any time. They'll always be there waiting for you. Just drop them all right now. Find the place inside you where, you know what? I actually don't want anything. Really, I don't want anything. Not even to wake up. Not even bliss, joy, happiness. Like, nothing. Can you find the place of being desire-free? I'm talking about your personality now, the ego, like. Who we think we are. Can it be absolutely desire-free? the person wants, genuinely wants for nothing. Just for nothing. Right now. Wants for nothing. Drop your head if you can't do it. If it's like, if you're full of resistance and you want, want,
1: want something else.
0: All right. that's a good tool to have. Where you can just find the zone of where actually you don't want anything. And it's not because you're being a victim. It's not because you're playing any intellectual game. It's just like, actually, could I just drop desires right now? Because I can pick them up. But can I just drop them all now? So I genuinely go into the zone of where I don't need anything. And I don't want anything. And can you be there? And how long does it last before... (gasps) you think you are wants something, it's going to command your attention. It's going to be running the show. And your access to the deeper part of you is going to be like clouded over with the force of the story of what you want. Any story will do. Any story will do. And waking up is just as sticky as wanting a ice cream chocolate or a beer anything it's all the same as awakening all of it is the same so in the <coughs> spiritual books they're like drop drop all desire until the only desire that's left is to wake up up that that's very valid for a period of time because you can choose you can desire one over another and you kind of develop a bit of a hierarchy where you want to wake up more than you want a a, a lover. You see? So you you get more discriminating and you begin to put a spiritual goal as your primary and eventually only desire. But what's that going to do downriver? What's that going to do? There's still something you want, so you're still going to be putting attention on wanting something. You're still going to be cranking up the me, myself, I who wants to wake up. So at some point, how is that going to burn out? At some point, is it going to be a desire that's just like, actually, that's what's keeping me, the me alive. That's the problem. Are we going to drop that? Or do you think something is going to come, an awakening experience is going to come, and the mind is going to say, okay, I've made it now, that's it. Desire satisfied, like I've had my, you know, Or a chocolate. Do you see? See Mm -hmm. the trick? It can't happen like that, because it's not for the mind. It's like it's about the mind going into the place of where it really should be all along. But it does desire. So we've got this great trick in spiritual practice of like, just make it desire waking up. So it kind of weeds out the rest of the stuff, you know? Just weeds out the other stuff. But it's a technique. It's a technique. So at some point, you need to have, I don't know, discernment to say, okay, can I drop the seeking? Can I drop the search? Can I stop looking for waking up? Do I really believe an experience is going to come? It won't. It won't. It, it can't come at the bidding of your mind, mm-hmm. at the bidding of thought. That's not what's going to make the truth to be seen. You know yourself and your spiritual experiences, and when you have insights, it's when you least expect it. It's like out of the blue. <clears throat> so see how attached you are to the seeker, to the idea that an event is going to happen, because these things must be seen through. Eh? Sooner or later. And you know, I've met a few people who've said, "Yeah, you know." Uh, I see the seeking game, and I've dropped the seeking, and the goddamn thing starts again. It starts again, and it starts again, I it's like, all right. So if it has a momentum on its own, you know, give in to it. It's, it's going to spin out. It's, what happens there is that when it cranks up, even though you know it's a trick of your mind, but it still cranks up, it still keeps going, This secret thing. When you realize some experience of searching is just what's running my life right now. That's just what's running my life. I've seen through it, it, but it hasn't got its fix yet of searching, just doesn't have its searching done. There's some other experience it needs to have or there's something else it needs to do. That's one thing that happens also, that even though you drop the seeking, it's like, God damn it, here it goes again. Here it goes again. It's cranking up again and again and again. It's like, all right. So then you've got to manage it in a different way. It's like, all right, let's get into it. Some part of me knows you're not going to find anything, that you're just going to wear yourself out. So, okay, let's do it. Let's wear yourself out. It's like when you know, you're, you know you're in a bad relationship and you just can't get out. You know it's done. you know that feeling? Like, I know it's done, but I just can't leave it yet. Or my job. I, I know I actually have to leave the job. Just not yet. So sometimes there's a timing where some insight has come and you're ready but the energy of the thing, of the seeking energy, or the needing to be in the job, something hasn't spun itself out yet. So I want you to recognize the difference. What in me is the genuine seeker? What, 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 can the seeker recognize that there's nothing to be got? You're just, you're just a, a desire, like you're just kind of the culmination of desire that's left. And even when you've that seen, okay, in your own story is the seeking going to continue because its timing isn't done yet, even though you know better. That's the map of the death of the seeker. Find out where you are in it. What's going on for you? Because you are your own teacher. It is you waking up to you. It is you seeing you. There is nothing else. If you want to run it through a physical teacher or run it through scriptures or something, that's fine. That's fine. But at the end of the day, it's you. It's you waking up to yourself. That's the gate. So the more wisdom and the more tools that you can gather around how to monitor what's going on in my mind, what's going on in the deeper part of me, for you to have more wisdom. Wisdom about yourself, about how you're managing yourself, and about what's going on. What games are you playing with yourself? So. That's actually what I think we're going to do this weekend. I never know. It's like, let's see if anything at all is going to come out of my mouth. But And invariably a theme comes at the first night, and it's like, okay, I I think it's going to be about wisdom. Mm. Let's let's see if you'll be wiser at the end of it all. (laughs) On Sunday. Let's see. Maybe so. Let's see. So you can make that commitment to yourself, you know? Right now, it's just like, okay, the wisdom of what my mind doesn't know yet, but what I really know myself. Let's try and connect the two now. This is for each of you to do this inside yourself. Can I connect the deepest part of me with my intellect so that my mind can start picking up some of the gems that I already know, but they haven't turned into concepts maybe, or they haven't, I haven't verbalized them. So that inner knowing to inform your mind. And it means you have to trust it. And listen to it. And follow through with it. When the deep inner knowing, that inner, the movement of, of the universe, the movement of consciousness, like when truth moves, and it's not, you're not motivated by, oh, I should or I ought to, but something else is, woof, is coming. You know, it takes a bit of courage to always honor it. It really does. It's like, oh, I knew better, but you know, I didn't take that step. Or, uh, uh, I, I know I should do this, but never done it before. I'm not sure about it. Or whatever, maybe there's no narrative at all. But I think we all know that sense of when, when you have a deeper knowing, but you shut it off. Because you're more familiar with how your personality operates. And you're going to keep giving that the space to be your front of house show, rather than, could we go into the complete unknown territory and have something very deep inside speaking through me, coming out for air and coming out and being visible? And could I do that? Could I have that part of myself coming out? For you to be wiser, it's the capacity of listening and the courage to follow through on what you hear. That's it, really. Because you have all, you have everything. You know, you have all of it. You do have all of it, but it doesn't get the microphone. The microphone goes to the mind, instead of the microphone going down there into the gut or wherever it is for you. You know, the inner. So if you think right now of like, okay, so what if I was to take direction from the deepest part of me and my mind was just kind of step out of the way and my skills of, you know, language and doing things supported what came from my deepest inner knowing. Would that be all right? Yeah? Yes. Okay. Super. Yeah. What about just doing that from now on? Like really, really, just doing that. It's like okay, let's just rewire, rewire inside. Then there actually is no problem at all, mm-hmm. because that's the awakened state. Is that the mind isn't in charge, eclipsing your your deeper nature. Your deeper nature is just like what comes through, and your mind, your personality, your body supports it, bows down to it. So you're in the right order. You know, you're lined up, because the truth of what you are is in charge. You see? And the rest of it supports that. Alright, now we've got a a, a clear line where, where, where you're you're not at odds with yourself. There's just transparency inside you. You don't have the... Uh, should I, shouldn't I it's like hold on lay, wait a minute and see what comes hold on and in spite of what it is I will honour it and find the courage to honour it so what gets lost when you do that I mean that's that's, that's <clears> the <throat> acting out of the awakened state like that, that's what it is is that there's n- no ego eclipsing trying to do better than your own deeper inner wisdom but the ego might not like that at all. Because it likes to play and want and get and accumulate and get attention and approval and be recognized. That's an infinite list. It's an infinite list that it's going to keep coming up with. It's infinite. You can try and give it a few of those things. And we do that when we're kind of healing ourselves. It's like, actually, I just need to give myself attention and heal where I didn't get attention and resolve it. And we do a certain amount of it and it calms down. But it has a capacity to crank up just because it's always done that. Even beyond when we've healed ourselves enough, it can just continue the momentum to always look for attention, to always want to prove it, because it just doesn't know any other way to be. It has no other model for living. So if you don't line up your mind, line up your, your, your humanity, to support your divinity. It, it, it kind of doesn't know what its role is. Do you see? And it's going to crank back up as it always does, trying to make sure that you get noticed and you get whatever it is you want. So we need to put the mind in a place where it's in service to your divine nature. The thing is, your divine nature doesn't kind of tell you in advance, yeah, later on I'm going to decide to call so-and-so at nine o'clock. Your divine nature doesn't do that at all. It's only in the present. Whereas the mind is like, whoa, we've got to manage things here, we got to manage things here. So the lining up... Can, can I keep going? Are you lost? Yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. Okay. So the lining up involves recognizing the sophistication of the mind and how it works. Because the mind does future and past and planning and all that. We have a part of our brain that does tasks. It's great. It gets shit done. So when, when your divine being is coming in... All right. You know what happens a lot? It's like, okay, I'm really listening to the Divine Wisdom. Divine Wisdom isn't booking this flight. Am I going to get there at all? Is that ever going to happen? Maybe that trip won't happen. I told so and I'd book too. I you know when it's going to happen. Uh-oh, maybe it won't happen. It's like, all right, okay, okay. Mm. So what's happening there is that the mind hasn't completely been reorganized to be in service. And it's darn subtle, and it's subtle because we're not in frigging ashrams anymore. If we were in ashram, somebody else would book the flat. and it'd be fine. Wouldn't your brain wouldn't have to figure out how do I support the wisdom, the natural pull to go there? How do I do the tasks that involve that involve my brain? How, how do I do that? Shh. So, so this is where this is where we're kind of breaking new ice because we have to plan, we have to organize, we have to. You know, do stuff. Manage our own lives. We can't, oh no, that's off the world. My PA live in will do that. It doesn't work like that anymore. You know, it, it's a trial and error. Kind of largely. Largely. There's, there's a part of our brain that does tasks. And for somebody to wire up their inner knowing with the tasks, the, the, the part of your brain that does the tasks, with the action, the thing that makes jobs happen, what, what I've, I'm still kind of trying to navigate what's the best way to explain this, because that, that is what we need to do, is that when you feel divine wisdom, how do you use the part of your brain that that used to be recognized as the controller? has completely let go, and is completely surrendering, but now shit doesn't get done. So how do I manage now, how do I navigate? Is this familiar? Yeah. Yeah. All right, okay. All right. All I can do is give you my own experience here. And it came when, a, a, a bit of an insight came, when my mind, the, the, the task-driven part of my brain had no connection at all to emotions. None. None. It's like there's a functioning part of my brain that just does the job. That just does the job. It's not shut off from emotion, but it doesn't... It's not coercive, you know? It's not in there. Feeling. What does feel like? Or it doesn't feel right. And it's like, hold on. Hold on, hold on. We're getting too much into the emotional touchy-feely part of it. And it doesn't feel right to do it. And it's like, okay, actually, it's not about the feeling at all. Cut, cut the emotion. Dear brain, you're there to serve. You're there to serve. If you're going to book this flight, you don't need to feel good about it. it you just need to go on GoogleFlights.com or whatever you're going on. Okay. Divine wisdom. A flight needs to be booked. It's like, okay. Is the body moving towards it? If you bring in emotion, you're lost. You're lost. Because even though you're not running desire, you're running something that has been in bed with the ego for your whole life. You see? And this is where the, the netting, networking happens, where we get caught in trying to deliver and be proactive and do things in the world again. Why not? Make stuff happen. Why not? Inspire. Help people. Serve people. Help yourself. Serve yourself. Let, let change happen. You know I have this dream. I have this dream. And, and I... am oh, sorry. That sounds like somebody else who said that nine years ago. Sorry. <laughs> That's <familiar somewhere>. Okay. <laughs> there you go. Okay.
2: You
0: know what I would love? I would love... If people who were, uh, you know, spiritually very clear, made loads of money so that they could redistribute money around the planet, Mm
2: -hmm.
0: reorganize the economy of the world, like Mm -hmm. connect, network with each other, because people who are awake tend to not connect with other people who are awake. Why don't we network with each other and the power of people who are awake to meditate together? Let's see what kind of a grid we could we could create in the world. What could we do around bringing peace, bringing harmony to areas where there's such disadvantage that the only thing that's circling there is pain and suffering? So what about doing things in a proactive way? We're not in monasteries. We're not tied to silence anymore. Evolution is making us be active in the world. And it's important that people wake up and stay in the world and out of the world as much as we can. That's how we can make change happen. But if we don't learn how to be better functioning in the world when we're awake, <coughs> if we don't learn that, then we're just going to be on our cushion meditating all day, and, well, it doesn't matter. And, and none of this is real anyway, and it doesn't matter. I'm so, like, yeah, somewhere that doesn't matter. But there's so much potency, so much potency if you're awake and in your body, so much potency mm. in doing the ordinary stuff of redistribution of wealth. And of, they're just the two things that, that I kind of dream about. is like redistribution of wealth and changing changing the energy, because we know from science that it works. If, you, if a group of people are meditating in an area, crime goes down, depression goes down, things things go down. It's like, why why aren't we inspiring people? Like, why not? Why not? And I really think it all comes down to this, that I'm trying to advocate you guys to do for yourselves. How can my divine wisdom connect with the part of me that ...takes action in the world. Can that be lined up? And if my job is a bank teller... ...or working in Starbucks... ...it's just as valid as anybody else... ...every job is about connecting with somebody else. Mm -hmm. There's the grid. Mm -hmm. There it is. And for some wacky reason... ...and I think it's because we don't know how to be awake in the world... ...for some wacky reason... We haven't networked with each other in order to maximize the gift of having so many people waking up. So many people waking up. And we're not using it. And it's an entire potential out there. So I'd like that passion of Jack's to, to I suppose, crank up something in you around, okay, I want to figure out how to do it in me. When, I, when I'm listening to my own deep inner wisdom, when I'm like, yep, that's the movement that has to happen here, i got to go there. All right, now, how do I figure out my brain supporting the divine wisdom so that what needs to happen can come into the world? Because my brain, my personality, my body, my network, my friends, all of that is the essential part to make it happen, you see? That's that's the moving thing that's in and of the world where we can make a difference and we can help others. But until you know how to deliver on the movement from your divine wisdom in a clear way and execute it, and even after you've done something, does the mind then come in and say, oh, will it be accepted? Will it be rejected? None of that. None of that at all. No gain. Not, not in the doing, the motivation of it. Not in the post-stewardship. Can you do that? Can you envisage doing that? Yeah. All right. It just needs some courage. It just needs some courage. And a commitment from yourself to like... it. There's not going to, you know, to... Let's try and end the flip-flopping between... Here I am when I meditate or I go to satsang and I'm in that beautiful space and it lasts for a while afterwards and then whoops, there I am again, lost in story, lost in my own stuff again. So it's like instead of the flip-flopping, rearranging it a little bit, rearranging it. But you will always flip-flop if if the divine wisdom inside you doesn't know how to show up through your body, through your mind, through your language skills, through your work. You see, and the divine wisdom in you mightn't always be nice and kind and gentle and loving and sending hearts and (laughs) texts. It mightn't always do that, you know. Sometimes it has a sword, and it's about trusting that too, even though others will say to you, "Oh my God, you're so angry!" And it's like, does it look like that? Okay, I guess it does. God, and you know yourself that was. Maybe have, you know that was just whoosh, coming yeah. from inside me, and I honoured it. You know, and then you know sometimes people are really useful in in terms of their feedback like that. They're <laughs> like, "But it was too harsh," and sometimes it's like, "Ah, oh, okay, so I've got to just refine." How does it work? How does it work that my you know my inner divine works through my body? But in a measure that's appropriate. What's needed here? Because sometimes it can be a other, and sometimes it's way too timid. And how how do I how do I measure what's appropriate, and not sacrifice or dilute the divine wisdom or impetus within me? But how does it follow through? I have no clue how to do that because it's trial and error. I I. I I have no theory on that. I just know that it's an area that we have to work on to to be able to read it. And it seems as though the more we are kind of tuned in and trusting to the divine wisdom, like, you know, in theory, oh, whatever happens there will be fine. It will always be for the right thing. It's like, you know, there's more nuances. There's more nuances. Yes, in theory, fine. But if we're looking for wisdom, we're looking for the subtleties of how the divine shows up in its optimal way. Not trying to control, not being dictated by how it'll land, I need it to be nice, but really listening to the subtle nuances of a delivery that's appropriate and will have maximum divine input in every scenario. Yeah. We have a lot of work to do, you know, bringing awakening into our culture, into normal jobs, doing normal lives, wearing children, minding parents, whatever it is, everything in between. You know, we have a lot of refinement to learn about because we can't stay in ashrams anymore. You know? We're out in the world. Happy days. And this is what we have to do to be out in the world. This is what we have to find out about. And, and write books about this and give direction to the next generation so that awakening can happen in, in a, an organic and appropriate way within regular life, you know? And I think that onus is on us. Anyway, um, there's a microphone here. I seem to have dropped the, um, the the style of having a question questioner's chair in my own chair. I seem to have gotten rid of it altogether <coughs> the last six months or so. Um, so I have a roving mic. And what we'll do is just, just whoever wants to speak puts up their hand and we just pass around the mic and... and and work as a group together. <coughs> so does anybody have something to say?
3: Yeah.
4: Mm-hmm. Sure. <coughs> so um, so I'm going to jump right in, I think, to the spot that you that I thought you were speaking to me. Um, which is about providing uh, value to my community in a way that the loop is completed and I'm also provided with livelihood. And uh, I'm in a period of my life that I don't feel motivated to do anything yeah. at all. Um, as far as activities in the world or uh, doing something, uh, and I'm involved with sound, and I have dear uh, co-creators in the room here with me and uh, we, I provide sound in many situations and work with different healing modalities and feel no uh, desire to really do that, to yeah. kind of bring it to people yeah. and uh, to travel around the country, to go to yoga studios, to do that, to engage, to leave my apartment with my gongs, and my stuff, and to go someplace, and to contribute in in that way. And uh, I'm 66 years old. And I've been retired for about 10 years. And I've been very, very blessed to be able to travel pretty much the whole world. And so the bucket list thing is kind of like addressed, used up in a way. Um, Lovers are very much experienced and kind of used up in a way. Um, you know, I've got like 12 CDs on iTunes and Amazon or whatever, that's kind of used up in a way, and it feels like, really, do I want to make another CD? Why exactly am I doing that? What is there juicy in that? Uh Uh And so I look forward to a kind of dark, not an open blank slate of possibility, but kind of like, why am I living now? Why am I alive now? Why do I get up in the morning tomorrow? What do I do with my life? If I live to my parents' age, Who my, my mom died at 89, my father at 87, and I'm, 80, I'm 66, so There's right, even, yeah. even in the, my father's mother passed at 103, so there might be 20 years, 25 years in front of me, I don't know, and I have absolutely no sustaining fantasy or desire of how to live into those years.
0: Well done for getting to the end of desires. You have spun it out, pretty much. No?
4: Yeah, I mean, I don't... My ego feels a little stroked by that, and I don't want to take that on, because I feel an emptiness. Yeah. And I feel a lack of, rather than an abundance of. Yeah. Rather than a fullness of having come to a place of no desire, uh, in a kind of a Buddhist or you know, kind of thing, uh, I feel a uh, lack of direction, I'll say, or something, or a lack of motivation, or a lack of inspiration. And, uh, and I don't see a clear connection between myself and my community. I'm like, why am I here? How do I serve? Um, and people encourage me, uh, just let go of the doing thing. We love you and you contribute to your community just by being you. you know? And I hear that frequently. But I'll be honest with you that it's not it's fulfilling for me. Yeah. You yeah. Know? So, so this is coming from that incomplete place, not yeah. a complete place of having dropped desire. Right? Yeah.
0: Yeah.
5: Yeah.
0: How, when did this kick in? How long is this phase running?
4: Um. it's been quite a while it's been extremely intense in the last two months Uh, Plus, about two months ago uh, the ending of a primary relationship occurred and I am completely at a loss of recreating right now not completely I know this path I've been doing cycles of relationships that were important, yeah. long relationships yeah. throughout my life. At 66 years old you have time to to do a bunch and um, so I kind of know the walk and I know how to move forward in a practical sense of like buying the airline ticket. Yeah. You yeah. know? Like yeah. I know how to buy the airline ticket. Yes. I know how to do the mechanics of the next step and yes. moving forward, right? Yes. But the internal yeah. place of it yeah. is like well, yeah, I know that, but why would I do that? Why do that? Okay. It's like I'm not experiencing joy.
2: Yeah.
4: And the desire part is actually so I'm going to dismantle what you just gave to me. But the desire part is I'm desiring my past partner on, on a minute to minute, yeah. five minute to five minute, okay. half hour to half hour, hourly to hourly basis, and that's got a huge grip on me, yeah. right? Yeah. Um As some sort of a, a thing that I would be a solution for me because yeah. it provided a context or a container for me to be able to visualize meaning in my life. Yeah. I can fill this container of my life with meaning of service to her or of creating a co-created uh, vision together yeah. or whatever. But being left to myself with yeah. nobody to serve, I have four grandchildren and two children and I've done that and I was a single parent and I raised my children on my own and I've you know, yeah. buried yeah. my parents and they both died at home and I sat with them while they died and I I've been through Chopped the whole, whole thing, you know. Yeah. But at this point, it feels like why? Okay. Why make the effort of okay. moving forward? And and just that other little piece is that I really <laughs> feel that there's something missing yeah. in me.
2: Yeah.
4: In or, or that there's something present in me that's blocking that's blocking. You. Exactly, yeah. the completion of energy. It's like yeah. if I give out yeah. to my community yeah. that there's no green energy, there's no, uh, and I'm okay. I'm I'm in a survivable place. Fortunately, I've been very blessed. Yeah. But that that I'm not generating income. I'm almost like a philanthropist. I give money to people all the time. Right. I give out money and support other people's projects. Uh, yeah, artistic, whatever. Yeah. You, you get the, the do, feel for it. I do.
0: I do okay. So this this is this is a little bit different to where I thought it was because there, there's there's generally two. Ways I'm generalizing, but we can we can bring it down to two areas of of what causes you to be in the place you're at. One is what where I thought we were going first is that actually there was no desire. There was no desire. Desire itself was done, but actually no no there, there's there is a desire, but it's not to connect with the world. And it's around the relationship. And there's an emptiness because of the absence of that person. Okay. Okay. So, so in a way, that's almost that kind of inability to do anything, no motiv- motivation to do anything, is your system giving you space to heal. That's what that is. That oh, space goodness. for you to just oh, i got to mind myself here. I've got to mind myself here and just grieve and get angry and do the layers that, that you know that are there in order to like, yep, that relationship is done and I get it, I get it, it ran its course. I get it. We've got to get you to that place of where, of where you're clearly able to, yeah, yeah, that's done I'm, I'm I'm ready to move on now. But something isn't moving on. So the, the inability to, to do anything is, you're not ready to move on. You're not, some holding of yourself needs to happen.
4: May I yeah. Insert also that. Um, Hang on to the mic. Yeah. Just also insert that um, this was present before that relationship, and it wasn't a really long relationship. It was just very powerful. Yeah. It was about a year and a half. Yeah. But But um, this present, this uh, excuse me, I'm sorry, kind of predicament. Yeah. It
0: had its seeds before the
4: relationship. Way before this relationship. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's more fundamental than the relationship, although it's been yeah. I think we've yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah, isn't everything really about us anyway? The outside is just a reflection. It's just like, it adds up the volume of what we need to look at, you know? Okay. What was the desire before the relationship? Because right now it's like wanting her. What was the desire before she came?
4: What did it look like, then? Yeah, I don't want to sit here for too long for the room to it's really okay. sink it's into that, but... Um, I, I'll i tell you that it feels like this anyway. You can take your part for me, but it, it, it feels like I am grounded in Source all of the time. And that the worldly activity on the surface, it's like being grounded in Source. And somehow that in the morning when I wake up, There are kind of like 24 hours in the day to kind of do stuff, fill the day with doing in the world. And um, it feels incomplete, whatever I do. So I'm not answering exactly what was the desire before the relationship. There is a desire that even though I feel very grounded in, in, in source that I would part of the aspect of living in the world is partnership for me, and I I, uh, I do welcome the kind of streams of contribution that that partnership primary partnership brings. Um, so there was a desire to be, yeah to be well to be open to that yeah. But, not, but even going back to the moment that it occurred, it was very spontaneous, and it was not a seeking yeah. out, it yeah. was not a picking up, it was not a like, looking for, and it was even a kind of walking away from at the time. Right. It was just even a kind of like, that's nice, I don't need this, yeah. you know, yeah. and I was there, I was there in that, you know, gotcha. but I was at that time still dealing with my personal dilemma of what am I doing in the world, okay. in the world, not in being, of presence to source in that sense, but of activities, on, on the wave part, not the deep ocean, but the, the waves of the activities in the world. And this particular piece that is really interesting to me to work with you is this thing about livelihood. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. This thing about me constantly feeding other people's projects, giving out money, and being blocked somehow, I think, to allowing the flow of abundance to come back to me. Mm -hmm. And I think that that, for me, is much more of a fundamental problem, dilemma, Mm -hmm. situation than the relationship, Mm -hmm, you know. mm -hmm. And that if I healed that piece. Mm -hmm that any relationship would, would bring mm-hmm. much more fulfillment, abundance, mm-hmm. ease, you know, and all, and all of that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, okay. There's a big map you could draw here. There's a lot of different parts, moving parts. If you're somebody who's been doing a lot more giving than receiving throughout your life, It's trying to turn. It's trying to turn for you to learn how to receive and give to yourself. And what it'd be like to receive where there's no cost and nothing due, there's no debt being run up, and you're just receiving. You're just receiving. That's one area that you need to work on. Um, Knowing that you're okay. Genuinely okay and fine without a relationship, but sure, you work better in a relationship. I work better in a relationship. <clears throat> if I'm in a relationship, I know I'm just, I'm just, I'm just better. I'm just, I'm just better. You know, it just works for me. But I actually find if I'm not in a relationship,
4: but, and, and, and I... yeah, Is
0: it okay? yeah, of course,
4: of course, and I'm doing this kind of purposefully. The, the thing about physical intimacy,
2: yeah,
4: you know, yeah. in the body, I mean, in the body, it's yeah. like it's like Madonna, yeah. right? your spirits in the material world, the sure. Police or whatever that was, material girl. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's it's like so we live on the dimension of the animal as well,
2: yes, right? Yes. And in the
4: animal, the animal really loves to cuddle up against another animal yes. at night and that's something that I can't do alone and that's a dilemma It's something I've been living with in the last few weeks actually really like dwelling on yeah. is that desire
2: yeah.
4: this desire that I have for yeah. something outside of me yeah. that there is this peace and I challenge some of my dear friends we talk at dinner about this you know uh, uh, of uh, in the completeness of being
2: yeah.
4: in the completely unneeding space
2: yeah.
4: of being that, that, that there are, that there's things in the, it's like you were saying about the, the rent has to be paid, right? Yeah. And that, right? So, so there's no way for me to address, kind of touch, relatedness as an animal, without relatedness as an animal. And so there's that dilemma. But, but of,
0: life is random, and even though we're wired to work that way, we don't have to work that way. The mind would imagine that we have to work that way. We've got to learn how to be fine if it doesn't work that way. Do you know? We've got to have this, this balance between the beingness and honoring our humanity, whereby the needs of the humanity, if life isn't fulfilling its needs, that we don't tilt into you know, um, the world of, of, of the absence of what we believe would make us feel more whole phenomenally. We have the capacity for our humanity to be completely enriched and, you know, for there to be some rough edges and we don't get what would support our humanity. Now, your beingness is independent to both. And it, it, it feels like there's like a, a a bit of a tug of war around, well, how much, how much of the human stuff needs to get sorted, really, because there is a connection with source and how, how how much of that is necessary because I am an animal and I need touch and shouldn't I? And it's like, actually find the place where authentically you know you're fine because your mind isn't going into the absence of touch. If you're going into the absence of touch, you'd suffer. You'd suffer. So the mind is, is trying to kind of show you what you need to be, you know, um, I don't know, that would help you more in the world. You know, finding a connection and service, you know, things coming back to you, you're receiving more, touch, tenderness, you know, and massage really helps too. Like there's lots of ways of, get, of getting it if a relationship isn't there. It's not the same, of course it's not the same, but it goes a hell of a long way in terms of, of calming down the part of our mind that wants to make melodrama out of the absence. You see? So, so pulling back to the, the source, beingness, You can hang out in there. It's like, all right. So my humanity is looking at, it's kind of getting upset around what it needs because there's things out with it. All right. The more that you believe that something outside of me, the more that you believe that absence is what I'm feeling. It's like, okay, I'm feeling absence of your ex-partner. I'm feeling the absence. It's like, all right. Is that really helping me now? Is that really helping me? What does my source have to say about that? Really, what does it have to say? And it's like, you can torture yourself with a feeling of absence if you want, but it's gonna change a goddamn thing. It's just a sensation that you can run that story as long as you like and you will suffer as long as you don't. So it's like, okay, I'm gonna spend, here's an approach. I'm gonna spend a weekend being really self-indulgent and really have pity on myself. And give it space for that to express and then be done with it, be done with it. It's like, all right, enough of this wallowing sadness. I give it a lot of space. I allowed myself to have it. Enough already. All right. So then you know after that, okay, if my mind is focusing on absence, like, okay, I miss her. All right. Don't uh, acknowledge. Fine. Stay in source. Stay in source. Because the pattern, I'd be concerned about your mind developing patterns around it, what's missing, what's missing, what's missing, what's missing. And it's going to keep accumulating. Stuff coming back to me, my role in the world, my purpose. What am I doing on, here at all? It's like, yeah, it's, it's, all, it's all missing. It's like the, the microphone goes on. What's out of sync? How shouldn't it be? It's like according to what? What, what? What's the master plan here for your humanity? We're all different. We all have different human expressions. And there's a general guideline. Yeah, we, we, mm-hmm. we, we like to cuddle up with some people, with, with somebody else. But other beings don't. Some of us need it more than others. We've got to find, find where the balance is for you. It's like, okay, so what do I need to support me? But you receiving, yeah, you, 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 that, you've got to learn how to do that. You've got to learn how to do that a bit. So when somebody gives to you, don't make a big deal out of it. Say, hey, thank you. Rather than like, God, you know, just, hey, thank you. As if, like, as if you're being like a bit of an asshole, you know. You know, <laughs> you know, like, hey, thanks. That's really nice. You bought me dinner. That's great. Thanks.
2: That's
0: you know, <laughs> let it ride. Let it ride. Let it ride. Because the impotence to give is is the core foundation of what's underneath all of this conversation. The giving and and not receiving. And when somebody gives to you, there's there's a price, and you're going to you're going to reciprocate. Your mate is nodding. Is this the way he does it? Yeah. It is. Yeah. Right.
2: yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. So that's the glitch that's making the whole thing out of balance is the receiving because somehow you allowed your partner to give to you and you received from there. And your system is like, I can't receive from anywhere. She was the only place that I received.
4: Okay. Yeah. It, it's really interesting because uh, there was an imbalance of giving and receiving in that. And I think that the giving, you bring this up to, you're just bringing this up spontaneously right at this moment. Yeah. But I think that the, that the, that, that, how do we even phrase this? But the giving was so rewarding to me, right? So that there was an imbalance of giving and receiving, but the giving, having a space to give into. Yeah. Was like keeping me alive. Like sure. I'm, I, I don't really mean that, but sure. you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like that was so vital. Uh, yeah. uh, it had such vitality. Yes, but to- you,
0: you wired in a reward in that giving. You, rewire, you, you wired yourself to get something from giving to her.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: You, you had it in there. And that wiring doesn't work. That wiring doesn't work. Why do you speak more So giving has to come from your wisdom. And in this scenario, the giving is coming from a kind heart and your nature and your personality and all that, but it's not from the deeper place. Why? Because it comes from a reward. Giving comes from a reward. That's not unconditional. That's the way the mind does giving. Mm -hmm. That's the way it does it. So when, when I give and that's the reward I get... From the giving, it's like yeah, but w- w- why? Why don't? Why, why is there a reward at all? Why, why? What's your receiving capacity? Or does it have to? Do you have to receive through <clears throat> giving in the first place?
4: It's like the giving is
0: the. It's giving is the receiving. It's like yeah. Receiving.
4: Yeah, it's like, it's like giving. Yeah, yeah. In itself. Yeah, For, it's so fulfilling.
0: Yeah. You know? it's not working anymore. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's very, it's very, you know, yeah. it, it's, 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 it's a. It's a it's a beautiful thing that's advocated, like in religions or in good practice. You know, in the, we receive when we give. I know there's, a, there's, there's something that Jesus said about that, isn't there? We, give, we receive when we give. There's something about that, you know, um, which is advocated out there. But there comes a time when it's just and it's not working for you anymore. It's not working for you anymore. So receiving in and of itself, just because there's kindness being shown towards you what would that be like? And your system doesn't know that well enough yet. Mm-hmm. Hard. Yeah, that's hard. That's so you've got to, it's going to feel darn uncomfortable and you've got to stop the, the mind wanting to kind of pay back or get them back another time. You've got to, I've got to take this and there was no debt. There was no debt here and it's even better if I just kind of go flip and say, Oh, thanks, that's nice. Rather than anything else. Like, let there be no, mm, I want you to get a clean way of receiving established in your head. I want to separate your giving from your receiving. So that when you receive, you receive. And when you give, it's not tied in with the giving is going to give me a return. It's just, it's just giving because that's the movement that's inside. It's clean, clean. No emotion attached to either action. None. This is just the law of exchange, how it works in the universe. No biggies. You see? Yeah, Sure. Where we're at. It took us a while to unravel that but we got there. Is <laughs> it the mind complex, you know? There's layers and layers and layers at this stage of the game, you know, because none of you are beginners at this, like if you're at an event like this, you've been doing it a while. So so just watch how, how the subtle things and the the things that you did that really worked for you for a while, they stop working. They stop working. And you have to find a more authentic, more transparent way you know, which is usually against our culture or against the norms, but, but you have to honor you, and you have to know why you're doing something, and that's the only thing you have to be true to. Where's the microphone going? Which oh.
6: I need a cup of oh, you want a cup of tea? <laughs> Do make yourself a cup of tea.
2: Make
6: yourself a cup of tea. Yes, Anne, I'm gonna pick it up. Well, just a comment about <clears throat> relating. I'm very relational, as you know, and I'm discovering um, as I make my way in this um, post-separation time in the whole new world opening up that with children, I feel all this love. You know, the kids. Especially in a high school where there are a lot of kids that deal with heavy things, I find I love being with them. Although it can be very demanding and difficult at times, a lot of behavior management. So I'm just acknowledging what you're saying about being in the world and, and expressing that, and just it feels very natural. Yeah. So I really clued in to really everything you said, but really about. Um, I'm kind of just following my nose, I guess, in the way of following my heart. Yes, I'm just doing that, and I don't, you know, seeing what's happening, but I'm really appreciating the process. Yeah,
0: um, yeah. When you stop trying to control a new situation, and you're just okay, what's today given to me, and can can I be as clean and clear as I can be in in this day? Then, then there's some chance that we're listening to the inside. Yes. You know?
6: And yeah. that just seems to be happening and I'm not strategizing or... Yeah. It's just happening yeah. and I...
0: Yeah.
6: It, it does feel really good. It does, yes.
0: yeah. It's a much easier way to live. Yes,
6: it's really great. Yeah. So thank you for all those pointers. It yeah. really hit home. Yeah. Thank yeah. you so good, much.
0: You're welcome. Danny, can you pass it back to Tanisha? Sure. Thank you.
7: Thanks. So... Nailed it, (laughs) why I'm here anyway, earlier when you were talking about um, what we're doing here and being in the world, and that's what I've been somewhat struggling with is my, um, you know, higher self coming through. I developed an eight-week program for for women and just finished the pilot program, and it went really well, and so going into next year, want to really... um, expand and do probably 12 eight-week programs next year. That's kind of where my mind is at the moment. But um, uh, so teaching people and helping them to heal um, and, you know, like you were talking about, using that to help change um, the world. Uh, But my mind still comes up at times with, not really resistance because I'm doing it, but the um am I good enough to do this or the financial side of it. And it doesn't stop me from doing anything, but it's more of um I don't even want those thoughts to come in anymore. <laughs> and I know that's a desire. But um, but yeah, just getting to that point of really aligning the mind mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. the higher self and this mission that I'm on, because I know it's my destiny, I know when I'm in it, when I'm doing it, and the feedback mm. that it's where I'm supposed to be and it's what I'm supposed to be doing. So I know, though, to be an effective teacher in the world, you have to clear all of your stuff. So I was hoping to get some clarity on what still needs to be cleared or maybe um, strategy on, on aligning more.
0: And what about the teacher being a student always also? Because we teach what we need to learn. right? Do you feel that you're you're teaching in order for you to learn?
7: Um, I always learn when I teach, when I coach. I mean, I'm always learning. Different but, question. Um,
0: I teach you what I need to learn. Are you a student also? Are you learning from it, like consciously? Do you have a knowing that this? I'm doing this for my growth, actually. And it's wonderful that these groups of women are being helped on the way, but I'm actually doing it for myself. Have you seen that?
7: Um, a little, but that's not really, that wasn't the motivation for it or, um, because what I'm teaching is, I mean, I'm learning, obviously, as I'm teaching, but yeah, no, I hadn't really made that
0: connection. Is that okay. what you think it is? More? Yeah, I do. Yeah, mm-hmm. I do. Okay. Um, it's, I'm talking about humility
7: mm-hmm.
0: um, and, and bringing that into it okay. and you know humility is something it's just beautiful it's availability to be vulnerable and be right. open and to always know that there's a shitload to learn Absolutely. always phenomenally yeah. there's loads I mean with the wisdom stuff fine okay that's, that's, that, that's not learnable but how to honor that and support that mm-hmm. and be clear about that and bring that into your physical form, that's, that, that goes on forever, never, 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 never. Right. Okay? And as long as we believe, as long as we identify with being the teacher and we believe that we have some kind of a subtle hierarchy mm-hmm. with our students, as long as there is some little bit of like well, you know, they're not where I'm at. Then we've got trouble. Okay. So knowing that I'm doing this, and you don't, you don't, you don't tell your students this. It's about your own journey with yourself, right? You know, because they they, they need they need to know that you know what you're doing, right? You know, and you do know what you're doing, right? You know, <laughs> I know you know what you're doing. Right. I can see it what you're talking about. But it's like, all right, so what am I going to learn here? I'm going in with, you know. Two hours of a workshop here with, with these people. All right, let, let's see what I can learn about me, about being clear, about the curriculum, about humanity, about other people. Let's see what I can learn here. Because I'm doing this so I can learn. Okay. I need you to find where you are the student. Okay. And that will reposition your energy in the group. Okay. And I do think the absence of that is making your mind doubt. Because there's something missing okay. in how you're lining up as the teacher of that group. There's something missing in it. Okay. And I think that's why those thoughts are coming. They're saying, something, you're missing something. You're missing something. You have something to learn here. You're, you're, not, you're not. And it's coming up as self-doubt.
8: Okay. You see? But mm-hmm. really
0: what it is, is, is like, I'm, I'm, I'm doing this for me. I, I, I'm doing this for me. Tonight. Jack, here, right. I, I'm doing this for me. I'm right. doing this so I can grow, so I can learn, so I can get out of Florida.
9: Oh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: Um,
2: Did you take it out of Florida? Get out of for a weekend. Yeah, no, that's a, that's, a joke. that's a joke.
0: Do you know? No, I'd move if I needed to get out Florida. Don't worry. But so uh, it, yeah, I, I, yeah, it is about but it is about me growing. Okay. I, I'm here because I am dedicated to 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 my own journey to being as clear as I can be because I owe that to my, my own divinity. Right,
7: right. And that is my focus, yeah. is, that's why I'm here yeah. this weekend and yeah. why I've worked with you for yeah. the years that I have, yeah. is because I do want to get clearer and clearer yeah. because I do want to be that light, you know, yeah. and not like, like you said in a hierarchy kind of yeah. way, but I really do want the world to heal like you're saying and for, for, to yeah. wake up so I can be part of that then healing. Then
0: you'll have to be the student. Okay. That's the shift okay. that's wanting to happen for you to be the student, for you to figure out. Like, even if you kept a journal, it's like, it's like, okay, I, what did I learn about the group this morning? What did I learn about right. myself this morning? What did I learn about how I work? What right. did I learn? What did I learn? What can make me me? You know, what would what what would be the return on my role as student okay. as I was teaching this morning?
2: Right.
7: Yeah. So I do have a lot of aha moments. Yeah. You know, when sure. I'm facilitating sure. a group. And it is, you know, one more of peers, because I'm a coach, I'm not a therapist. Yes. Um, so so there is that. Yes. Um, so I do get and I do find myself like being in a flow where it's coming from another place yes. a lot of times. Yes. So yes. that's really fun. <laughs> yes to see that yes. play out. But so, just change kind of my motivation for it.
0: Yeah, it's cultivate humility. Yeah. By by finding the place of where you're the student.
7: Okay. But don't change anything about the curriculum necessarily or the way that I'm. Facilitating no, it's about, it's the about group. how
0: you how you're doing it. It's, okay. it's how you how what mm, the you that is there with the group. I want to tweak that. Okay. It's not about the curriculum or the group or anything. It's about you being tweaked, your approach being tweaked, because of your relationship with yourself and why you feel you're doing it.
5: Okay.
7: So is there anything that I can do to help tweak that? Like any any work
0: that you want to do? (laughs) It's about you recognizing that you're the student of the women that you're the teacher of. Okay. And take that for a walk,
7: mm-hmm. you know,
0: mm-hmm. sit with that one and go like, do I have resistance? Do I, am I identified to being the teacher? Do I really believe I have nothing to learn here? Do, do I really, do I, because in the start of the conversation, it was like, you're learning kind of as a consequence. Mm-hmm. I'm like, no, 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 you're doing it because, because you've to learn. That's, that's number one. Okay. Uh-huh. You're doing it for you. Right. That's number one. And it was down the line as a consequence. Right. It's like, no, no, no. Tommy I mean, That's okay. that's why you're there. So I, I want you to find out if that's true.
7: Okay.
0: Find out if that's true and if there's resistance to it or if it feels wrong. Or find out because, mm-hmm. because we need you to go there. Okay. To go there. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> Hi.
3: Um, so this is really against my norm, <laughs> speaking up like this.
0: Well, good for you. I'm <laughs> really,
3: really uncomfortable. And I, you started to talk, and a lot of the resistances that I always have started to surface. So tired of them. Right. And and um, I kinda wanna out it. Yeah, please. Give voice to the resistance. Exactly. Yeah, let it short sky. It's just um Let it ball. I don't even know what it is anymore. It's just there yeah. And I just I'm so tired of it.
0: That's it. So, give voice to the sentences of, like, this is a lot of bullshit or, like, whatever. whatever no, it came. wasn't that.
3: It was, um, it was more the mind going towards other thoughts as a form of resistance. Yeah. And it just kind of felt like I, I come to hear you and to learn from you. And to release. That makes sense. Yes. I just want to release. Yes. And I just want to be in that purity. Yes. And and then I just feel this this arising of resistance. And I can't even tell you the form of it when it happened. I don't know that I remember it now, but I just feel so sad about it. And and it and it feels like Um, In one sense, there's a part of me that knows that, well, that's bullshit. Like, there's nothing that can really stop me from knowing my truth except the mind, right? Yes. And yet, it's doing it again. And I'm just really tired of it. Yeah. And I just want to out it because I want it to lose its
0: power. Yeah. And I need your help. Good for you, girl. Good for you. Because now it's not hiding anymore.
6: No. It's great.
0: That's great. So, right now, your inner divine wisdom is stronger than the mind because it's outing it. The mind would never out itself. Right. It doesn't want the game to be up. So right now, the flow of what you're doing is something you haven't done before. Right. Right? So this is the unknown territory. Yeah. All right. Let's stay with this. Good. Yeah. Out of your comfort zone. Great. The more you can get out of your comfort zone, the better.
3: It feels like that's what I need to do. Absolutely. And I just want to, like,
0: yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, even
3: me. in this uh, coming out of the comfort zone, it also requires me to just, like, fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Exactly.
0: Exactly. It's like, it, yeah, it, there's a looseness that's waiting for you. Just a looseness. Uh, 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 what your mind would have said, not safe, not safe. That's what it was. It was scary. Yeah. It was
3: like, you don't have to do this. Yeah. Right? That's right. You don't want to do this. That's right. But I so do. Yeah. You bet. (laughs) You You bet. That part of me does it. Yeah. There's just this deep longing.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Good for you. I'm giving you homework. Every day, and I want you to keep a notebook so that you can record this. Every day you do one thing that makes you step out of your comfort zone. One thing. You, you'll find the things. You, you, you'll get the inspiration. But stepping out of your comfort zone. Comfort zone. And part of the reason is because when, when we've got a habitual, you know, patterns of, of, of staying safe... Of being small and the mind is in control. We're actually, we don't have enough neural pathways in our brain to behave in another way. We don't. So we're kind of forced to going back to what the system tries to do, preserve, pre- protect, stay safe, stay alive. That's what it's trying to do. So in going out of your comfort zone, you're actually creating new neural pathways that would be really good for your brain. So so I need you to, to, yeah, to actually, whoa, whoa, so that your, your perspective on how things are and how things work will go wider and wider and wider if you've more neural pathways. You see?
3: I don't see, but
0: yes, I do see. Yeah, great. Great. Thank you. Yeah. Well done. Well done. It's great. Yeah. And that's the kind of thing you know, that's involved, everybody has their own way, but what does it look like for you, for your, for for truth to speak through you, what's, the price is not pretty for the mind, fuck the mind, like what are we doing here, like really, really, you know, it's game is up, it's game is up, push through, take chances, take risks, you have to, that's the courage I'm talking about, you have to, you have to like, gotta do something I've never done before, gotta push through here. This kind of stuff is how it acts out in normal life. You know? Because it's unknown. How does how does the divine operate through you, speak through you, act through you? It's unknown. We don't even have the mental wiring for it. Our brain doesn't even, can't even support it. You see? So that's why the doing of it makes a new pattern. Gives us a new... Uh, vista, it's like it widens the limitations of how life works and here's my role within it that limitation starts to break gets wider and wider the limitations are in our minds, they're they're nowhere else nowhere else, they're only in our heads we're completely creating our perception of of the world in every moment we're making this up as we go along we're doing it from our own limited thinking so you're like I don't want those blinkers on anymore, enough already. I'm not going to zone out here by thinking about those other thoughts, or whatever your system does to resist the expansion. That's, some part of you is like saying, fuck it. You know, it wants the expansion. Go for it. It's great. Thank you. Sure, welcome.
8: From to over here these are bringing up um, one thing in particular in me um, my um, my medical career is winding down uh, I should be fully retired within a couple of years and um, this um, I have it I feels like an achievement I've embraced the some of the spaciousness and the emptiness that, uh, that has come to me recently without rushing to fill it. Yay! And, <laughs> and some really and some really nice things have emerged that are just uh, mostly related to just getting to know myself and getting connected to spirit in, in new ways. Yeah. Which is, which is is really fantastic. Um there's one thing that I don't know if this is what I want to do, but I know there's a block against doing in me against doing it, which I've done some in the past. Which is, um, I have some some skills as a healer uh, outside of medicine, in, intuitive, craniosacral, guided imagery, mm. and I've done that from from uh, in varying amounts um, over over the years. Um, there's there's a lot it brings up a lot in me of um, that it takes too much out of me uh, that I want to be received in a certain way that I'm only that I'm only you know I think my ego is only gratified some of the time and, and or it's difficult with some with people with some people uh, it, I don't know all of it but I and, I and as I said I don't know if that's where I'm where I'm headed, but I do know there's a block there. So,
0: can you leave your medical career behind totally, in terms of the kudos, the credibility, all that comes with that? Yeah, I don't
8: get much from that. I, I okay. don't. I'm, I don't identify with that very much. Okay. All right. I don't identify
0: with that at all. So I'm, I'm just saying. Narrow, can it not, be not at all? Much. Yes, it can be. Okay. So let's go forward three years. And you're doing some CST, and you're holding the space, and you've got some insights, and you're helping somebody. What's lacking?
8: Well, the two things that come are um that is that um, that I do it and I get into the, the empathy and the intuition of it to such a degree that I'm sort of living their suffering and it drains me. Mm. Mm. It heals them, but it drains me.
2: Mm.
8: Then, not all the time, okay. but, but enough of the time that that's discouraging. Okay. Um, and then the other one is just somebody... You know, because of who they are, just doesn't receive what I have to offer, and uh, and I want to be received as the best thing that ever happened.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: You we'll just be another bloke who does a bit of healing work, does a bit of energy work, and you got to make friends with that. Yeah. So we didn't have we didn't have much of an ego with the medical but but we've created around this healer. <laughs> Maybe? Mm, it's gonna bite you in the ass, you know. Mm. So it's got to be motivated from a much deeper place inside you. And if the motivation is more for external endorsement or a role or anything. If it's more external than internal, then don't touch it. Don't touch it. Retire. Don't bother filling the gap. Retire and see what happens. The we'll go fishing is on that, you know.
8: Well, that's interesting. The, the other thing that has filled a lot of uh, is of my life is is more than a career. It has filled me more is parenting and taking care of small children, grandchildren, and such. Um, and that's that's more of a that's more of a mixed bag in that 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 the major reward is is just being in the zone with them. Yes. Um, yes. But there's something pretty sweet about going out there and, and people saying, you know, like for a man, like they're just amazing. But, yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So as external endorsement, how you're seeing? it's featuring kind of highly isn't it Uh, yeah i have to admit that yeah no big good to drop that because that is going to influence you to act and behave do think say live your life in order to get fed is it okay with others and do they approve that's hell to live that way becomes hell because you're denying what it is you're on the planet to do. And if that's go fishing off a bridge, then it's better that you do that and there's more pleasure and growth in that than being, you know, wonderful, whatever it is. Make friends with ordinariness. There's a beauty in ordinariness, there really is. It's hugely underrated. Because then if some recognition comes, you don't need it. It's, it's nice, it's fine, but you don't need it. Because as sure as recognition comes, criticism will come. And you don't care about that either. It comes and so what? Hmm. But you can't just take the nice and not be hurt by the negative. It doesn't work. It doesn't work. Other people's opinions are just their opinions. Let them say what they want about you. There's freedom in that. And if you can taste the freedom of it, then I've, then I've showed you the way to it, you know? There's a freedom in that. It's like, hey, whoever I can help, if they, you know, they'll find me. And if they're not interested in hearing it, then off they go. Giving their money back, you know?
8: I've actually, I've been tasting that recently. Yeah. Um, it, uh, it just seems like uh, that's not a long-term solution. But maybe it is um, to to um, to just be present with what arises. That all that else. is a We're long-term not...
0: solution, short and long-term. <laughs> <laughs> it truly is. It truly yeah. is. Not of any projections, because where you're going, the, the, you know, the awakened state practically involves your divine essence is what's living through your form, and the rest of you is serving that. That's how it's going to roll out. So as much of that, um, I don't know, pattern or that alignment that we can set up now in your daily life, the better. The more you rock it along. Do you see? Because we're not like, oh yeah, that's my spiritual thing. And oh, that's my story. And it's like, you know, that kind of in and out. I forgot, I'm in my story. And there's my spiritual thing. And, you know, it's like if we can just break that whole flip-flopping, as they call it with more of an authentic alignment with what's inside you. I want to address as well the the boundary thing, the energetic field where you're running other people through. You know the main reason why that happens is that we're willing to sacrifice ourselves so that somebody else will get the maximum healing that we want them to have. That'll work for a while and then you'll get sick and you won't be able to help anybody else. That's how that pans out. So just like, you no, know, there's, there's a clear boundary around my own energy field. And if, if it works for them, that's wonderful. All I can be is, you know, what, what it is. Of service or listening or intuitive or channeling or whatever your gig is, whatever your, your modality. But it's not going through my system. And if their healing is less because of it, so be it. That's a healthy boundary. And if they get less, they'll actually get more. They'll actually get more. Mm-hmm. But that's about you standing in your own authority with boundaries as a healer. You know?
8: mm-hmm. Yeah, that is emerging too.
0: Yeah, good. You've got to be really strict about it. You, you do because you can. You can be kind of. You can be kind of loose. You know.
2: Good. Thank
5: you. Right. What would
10: you bring? So I feel um, like for about a year and a half I've been having a lot of energy moving through my body. And um, some of my friends have witnessed (laughs) it. It's, um, I'm laughing because it's so um, it's so normal now for me, but it's also like, what in the world is that? And, I can, and I'm also laughing because it's really vibrating really strongly right now in my body. And um, so I guess what I'm, I'm not sure what my question is, except maybe some, I'd love some uh, guidance or insight from you about uh, fear that can come up when with this kind of energy like sometimes i think i'm going to explode or something or my head's going to blow off and the the thing is i know that back behind all of that all is well yes. i know that
5: yes. i've seen
10: that i know it yes. yet there's still something it's almost like my body is resisting it or something like it's i feel like i'm holding it back a little and i'm I'm, like, tired of it, holding it back. Yeah. So, I'm, uh, yeah, it's just, like, wow. Uh, and it's, um, and I feel like sometimes I'll do things, like I'll have a drink to yeah. deaden it. Yeah, take the edge off. Or have yeah. something to eat, like, uh, yeah. like, yeah. get grounded or something. Yeah. So I don't know what, um, maybe sometimes that is what I should do because I need to just kind of not go off. But anyway, it feels like there's a bit of a, a fear and an avoidance, and I'm, I don't really want to do that anymore. Yeah. And it's, uh, yeah.
0: So. It seems like what you're describing is, is that y- y- your cells are being shaken. The energy is shaking a, what needs to leave your cells. It's like it's just rattling something out of you. So it's like the, the, we, we all shift in different ways. But for those that that work through the body in that way, it's like, it's trying to make your vibration a bit higher. It's just trying to go from like a cello to a violin, you know? And so it's, it's just shaking off the old stuff as you would shake crumbs off a tablecloth. It's like, it's just kind of flicking it off. And, and low belief systems, you know, fear and, and, and guilt and shame and all of those types of, of, of awful, painful feelings, they're in our cells. We hold them in our body. That's where the memory gets stored. You see? So, so the energy is trying to throw off low vibration stuff. Do you know what it's trying to throw off? Or is, could it be different things at different times? Or do you have an idea of what it's throwing off?
10: It feels like it, it might be different things at different times because sometimes it's like it's throwing something off and sometimes it feels like a, almost like it's a recognition. So if somebody will say something or if there's a deep presence, the body starts to move with it and then at other times it's like shaking something off kind of both but yeah what it is specifically when you ask that question i the word shame yes came and i was like i don't know what that is i'm not going to say that but of course that's what i should say
5: yes (laughs) Yes. because that's what came up
10: yes shame of some shame yeah
5: Yeah.
10: but i don't know what about exactly yeah maybe bodily like something physical
0: yes in the body yeah you found it
10: (laughs) yeah so just keep kind of yeah make friends with
0: with shame make friends with it yeah Yeah, go into it feel it see "Mm, how did I learn that you know maybe Mm. there's a place you learnt it and sometimes that helps to break it up but it's it's trying to leave your body your system's trying to throw it off and some part of your system still thinks or the energy is trying to throw it off but some part of your system still thinks that it will be of use to have that that bank of emotion that makes you feel shame you know less than yeah yeah that's what it is it's throwing off something that's a deep one. Thank you. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. We need to behind and then we go across here.
5: Hi. I'm gonna I'm gonna do this because I'm in so much fear right now. Yeah. Just about expressing myself. Just about like, being worth it, you know? Yes. Just about standing here and being and feeling ridiculous, but saying something off because of my accent or because of whatever. I'm so freaking tired of this judgment. Yes. And I'm having a hard time standing in my power. Like, you know, it's making me crazy because I feel like I have to be a certain way to deserve, you know, to deserve something that I don't feel deserving of but I'm, I'm so freaking tired of it uh, you know you talk about being tired I, I, I can't stand it anymore Good you know <laughs> I just I'm afraid of it, looking being ridiculous you know not being accepted or whatever and
0: it just stops me yes um, and it's the fear of those things that stop you. It's the idea about looking ridiculous, being rejected, saying the wrong thing. It's the idea of it stops you. You've given power to the idea. You know? Because you're doing it now. So the idea is in the past that might have been there an hour ago. That idea is gone. It's, it's not around now because you're doing it. I'm
5: doing it because if you have then you know, it's not just an idea in my head. Yes. Okay, now it happens. So it's the worst thing can happen. So then what?
0: That's right. That's right. So now, right now, do you feel judged, ridiculous? Do you feel you're saying the wrong thing? Do you, do you feel I'm it? I'm so still relieved. Yeah. Just like, oh, jeez. So what your mind was threatening you was bullshit. Because now you've done it, and you didn't say the wrong thing, and you're not being judged, and you're not looking ridiculous, and you're not feeling ridiculous. Do you see? None of it happened. Do you see? Yeah. None of it happened.
5: I'm afraid of like being judged by the by doing what I do you know in a, in a wrong way like I'm afraid of vanity for example you know and I always like pray when I'm doing when I'm serving when I'm doing something for my heart that I'm a channel I, I think I think I have I have a hard time only who I am you know I always have to make sure that it has nothing to do with me because you know why? Why is it? It's so bad. Why is it so bad? You know, I want to serve spirit, yes, but you know, I have to make sure that has nothing to do with me. You know, because it can be I don't know distorted. You know, by whatever is impure and imperfect in myself. You know, and it feels like a like the separation. You know, it's just. It
0: doesn't feel good. Yeah, because the distortion is the, 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 the core idea that what you add to spirit will be not good. That's the distortion, that idea. That's the distortion. Do you see? But your, 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 your approach as a woman, doing it as good as you can do, you know? Not killing yourself trying to get it right, but just, hey, this is the best I can do today. Right. That is perfection. That's the natural order. That's all that's asked of, of the body when, and the mind when it lines up with spirit. Just be present with it. And just honour it. The rest of the stuff is what makes it dense. It's like, let it get simpler, much simpler. And see that what your mind is threatening is bullshit. It's bullshit. Because none of what it threatened happened. None of it. And so, so, by imagining that, if if you know when you're doing spirit work, by imagining that if you're in the way you'll contaminate it, that's another one of those crazy ideas. Like you'd be judged for taking the microphone. Do, do you see? It's another one of those crazy ideas. But your divine nature needs your body and your mind to support it, and to be strong and confident about that. Thank you. Yeah. Sure. Thank you for being so real. Thank, Thank you. Yeah. You. Thank Thank yeah. You. Thank Thank you. You
3: yeah.
1: Thank you. Hi.
9: Hi. It's so good to be here. What a great group. I hope this is okay to say, but. Earlier when I noticed you come in, um, I looked back, and I'm married, I have a husband, and I looked back and I, I thought, boy, she's beautiful. I said, boy, I'd like to be that then. Then I realized I had an ego thought, and I was like, i got to get back to, to stillness. <laughs> so, <laughs> but I just wanted to pass that along because you're very striking, and I, it struck me, so I hope it's okay to say that. Um,
0: so that's I, actually how you were seeing yeah, yeah, I yeah, I, yeah. So take it in, absorb it, and say, yes, great, sure. Oh, right. yeah. 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 Yeah.
9: But I wanted to get back to the shaking. Yeah. Um, I had an experience in meditating uh, about a week or so ago where I was really going into the heart, you know? And, yeah, I started, started with the left, just involuntarily shaking, and then yes. the right, and then, like, the whole, and, um, when I and, and then I when I could really feel myself really sinking into the heart, I just, just started laughing. Just like for no reason. But it wasn't like I was scattered. I mean I still felt pretty grounded. But I just started laughing. <laughs> and I don't know quite what that is. Yeah. But it was fun. I don't you know yeah. I don't know. Do you know what that is?
0: Yeah. That the laughter That's- Well it wasn't uncontrollable. Oh, it, was not- just, it was
9: just pure like it was kinda of like that when you go into the heart, it was just some realization like.
0: Ah, uh, yeah. This is just so ridiculous. ridiculous. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just, yeah, you're outside of the game and you're like, this is bonkers. This <laughs> is what we do. Like, really? That's love? It, it's like you're looking at the planet and it's just nuts. You know, it's yeah. hilarious. <laughs> yeah, there it is. Yeah, it is hilarious, yeah. It's,
9: Okay, so it was okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love that
0: insight, you know, that, 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 I, I don't get it anymore, but, but I, I used to get it a lot, you know, of just, I have been roaring laughing, and, and you know that you're just seeing this bonkers way that we live and what we're doing, and it yeah. makes no sense at
7: all. The cosmic joke.
0: A cosmic joke. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
7: And you explained to me when that happened to me that the laughter was shaking off,
0: yeah. opening. Yeah. 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 And that's the other thing then of laughter. There's kundalini too. I mean, that's another energy that goes up too. That's another one. But this evening we're, we're, we don't seem to be going there. It's like this involuntary shaking thing. And what it is, it's your, your vibration, spirit is lifting your vibration of what you really are. It's like saying, I'm going to burst through. I'm going to burst through. But some of this crap is just too dense. I'm going to take out the trash. I need to shake your body to take out the trash
1: shake your body so it's a good thing yeah yeah let it shake as much as we can it's good. hi hi so um earlier you talked a little bit i think about the mind revving and one of my when i wanted to get sort of your perspective on is i do you know various projects and in some cases i And uh, fortunately, working on projects that I feel are very, very aligned with spirit. And I get very, very passionate, very excited, and the mind gets into, okay, I've got to do this, I've got to do this, I'm booking the airline, I'm doing that, I'm doing that. And occasionally, it will over-rev, because I feel like there's such alignment there, and I'm so excited and passionate about it, that I'll just go, you know, it's just going in overdrive, and so it can cause need to get a little bit out of balance yeah you get high in it yeah you lift a little bit very much yeah yeah Yeah. and it's just everything's falling into place and it's going faster it's going faster and then i realize i've gotten to the point where i've neglected so many things yes and i've really gotten out of balance and um, i was wondering if you had any thoughts on that yeah
0: yeah it's 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 really about being grounded and holding it so no matter Mm. how much of this alignment is happening and you're able to deliver and you're in the flow and it's rolling and it's just beautiful. Yep. And it's like, now don't get off on it. Don't get off on it. Because that's the getting high on it. You're getting off on it. Is
1: that like an addiction? Yeah.
0: It's an addictive thing.
1: Okay.
0: Yeah, those of us who are blessed with addictive personalities have yeah. that tendency. Yeah. 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 So, so that's what's happening. It's like you're, you're, you're getting off of it. it? Yes. Yeah, oh, yeah. You're get, so, okay, now she's gone. Now, so she's now you're gone. ungrounded. You're running on chemicals. You're, you're okay, gone. you yeah. So stay grounded. Stay grounded and say, okay, this is really working. All right, I need to get up, leave the desk, and go for a walk, actually. I'm just going to walk around the block and come back and be very calm and have a cup of mint tea or a glass of water. And the mind will go, oh but come on, you could do this, 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 you could cut through that, you could make so much happen and say, like, stop, I hear you, that is addictive behavior, stop. That is, the. you need to, the, what's the pace of the divine flow and what's the pace of your mind? Mm-hmm. And it's like the mind, man, that is so darn entertaining. There's mm-hmm. juice in that. Mm-hmm. But it's like, no, I'm going to go with the divine flow here. Divine mm-hmm. flow is like, divine flow is like not getting off on it. It, it doesn't do juice.
1: How do you kind of pull yourself back Yeah. when you feel
0: like, oh... I would physically leave. I would physically walk out of wherever you are. It's like, just mm-hmm. just, just distance yourself so that you're... Because when it happens, it's like um, there's something revving up. Yeah. That's you exactly know? Yeah. And if we can get you physically out of it, you're not so much in the, the, the cycle of the energy that's... Woof, 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 that's cranking. And if we can get you out, nature would be ideal. Mm-hmm. We can lean up against a tree, even like it's just like, okay, come down now, come down now, come down. All right. And if we're missing an opportunity because I'm going to spend 20 minutes here, so what? Mm-hmm. If it mean, means less of a project, but I, I could just zip in and do another half an hour and really make shit happen. It's like, stop. That's addiction talking. I'm not having it. I'm not having it. It's at the pace of the divine in me. That's all. That's, that's all I'm supporting. And, and what is
1: behind like a, an addict that type of addiction? Yeah. Or addictive personality. Yeah, yeah. How does that mesh with when you're doing something that's aligned?
0: Yeah, but, you know, it tends to kind of shift from, you know, substance to, you know, chocolate to <laughs> anything, any coffee, anything, you know. And and when it gets then when it's not when it's not broken down and seen through, it will go on to spirit work. It will move on, you see? And, and infiltrate spirituality. So, and it can be addiction to helping students or to helping people or to, it, it, I mean, this thing can just bleed around the place. So, so, okay, so the first thing is like, you've got to stop feeding it. When you're aware of the rush, it's like stop, stop, stop. It's like put down the break. It's like put down the, put down the substance. It's like get out. Just go away from the project. Just walk away from it for a minute. And if it just means going into the bathroom and breathing 10 times or doing Tai Chi, it's like I've got to change the rhythm from the chemical that is being released because I'm associating this with a rush, I'm getting off on it, so I'm running a chemical, right? And it's probably cortisol or I don't know, I don't have a medical background. But... <laughs> dopamine, dopamine, that's the one I'm thinking, that's what I was looking for. Yeah, dopamine, you're getting a rush, you're feeling of rush. So it's like, okay, No. No, 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 not doing it, not doing it. I'm going to come right back down. It's like, oh, you're not going to get any juice out of it. And it's like, that's right. You're getting no juice out of it. And so coming back to a calm, centeredness in yourself, even though your mind will will want the supposed efficiency. Right. And people will say, oh, you've lost all the spark. I love walking with you because you can't ride on your rush. You know, and it's like, oh, yeah, yeah. It's like, sorry. No. So it's it's taking the more boring route, according to your mind, because it loves the rush of dopamine, loves it.
1: But it's addiction. It's addiction, you know. And how can um, can you talk a little bit about how, can you talk a little bit about how that aspect of addictive personality and, and how one can sort of lean back on spirit to help? Well, addicted behaviors like that? Yeah.
0: It'll be useful to see a pattern in your life. Maybe there are two two or three different places where this kind of rush happens. Um, And if you can, so that will give you more knowledge about how it works in you. Mm -hmm. Right? If you're ready to drop it, is the question. That's the thing. It's like, am I actually ready not to be. responding as a result of the rush. Instead, can I respond to the pace and calmness of spirit? Am I willing to actually be that boring, normal, pace, non-high-achiever, regular dude? Am I willing to be her? Mm -hmm. So when we make that commitment, it's almost like, okay, I'm giving up my substance. You know, that's the day you become sober. We continue with the addiction analogy. You see, so it's like, all right, so I'm going to see what I look like without it. I'm going to see how I function without it. Let the chips fall their way, fall which way they may. So it's about making a decision in yourself to see if you're willing to let that go. Harnessing it won't happen. It's about divorcing it. If you're ready. Yeah. No, no. Good. Mm-hmm. Good for you. Yeah. Thank you. All right, sure, sure. Can
5: you expand a little bit on that
0: same thing? Expand on it? Expand in the sense of how would you differentiate an addiction to something
5: uh. as opposed to enjoying something that, for example, expands your consciousness, uh. it, it, it gets to connected to creative flow,
0: and
8: things like that, you know, like yeah. Uh, a <clears throat> passion. Passion? A a passion as opposed to. As opposed to. An Addiction.
0: An addiction. Yeah. And even if it is passion, <clears throat> is it is it passion? with, with okay. So the way I understand it, from my own journey is that there is avoidance going on with addiction. When there is a substance, chocolate, work, anything, when there is a substance, I'm getting away from a, one state of mind by using the substance. And I prefer that state of mind rather than sitting with what is. So it makes me avoid what is. So in this lady's example, What's authentic is her natural organic pace of working in a grounded way. And in comes the chemical and she abandons herself. You see? And it's like you stay with yourself. You've got to stay with yourself. Stay with that one that's like being rejected for a different state of mind. A different energy, a different rush. So there's avoidance in it. You see? There's avoidance. But the only thing we can grow from is staying with with the one we're trying to avoid. Stay with that one. Because that's where the work is. Now, if, if it's like, yeah, you're, you might feel addicted to expanding your field of consciousness or something like that, you know? It's like, do you integrate it? Do you, do you, do you put the woman to the side and then you do all the spiritual work and she doesn't change at all? You know, is that state sitting there so you have to flip-flop Again, <laughs> I keep saying about, about flip-flopping. Do you have to, you know, I, I do my spiritual work and then there's myself who actually just runs the same old stories and the same old passions, same old behaviours as always. So then, yeah, there's an avoidance in that. Bring the two together. Bring the two together. Yeah. We're, we're at the time. Anything else we need to talk about now is anybody bursting with something that wants to get shared this evening <clears throat> we're good all right thank you for being real thank you and for bringing your humanity and being open and and you know may your wisdom crank up tonight and just crank up so that you find the courage. To let that shine through. That's really what we're here to do. Mm-hmm. Renata is, is mimicking. Um, she's doing the fake guitar and air guitar business over there. <laughs> <laughs> so I think she... Do you want to invite Brenda? Would you like to do one number, Brenda? What time is it? It's 8 o'clock, just after. Just, oh, yeah
10: sure if everybody would like just well, a Will we do one? Yeah, yeah just so one, just, just,
0: just to kind of close it and, and okay, soothe nice. a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Just some music to sing. Yeah. Yeah. Just to nurture yourselves. Yeah. Thanks so much, Brenda. Yeah. What time do we start with? tomorrow? Tomorrow yeah, yeah. is yeah. 10. Yeah. Is it 10? Yeah. Tomorrow? Yeah. The doors will be open at 9.30. Door Doors open at 9.30 and we're on at 10. Yeah. Okay, thank you. And do we come in these That's doors? Ours are yeah. from Please don't have a mess. Or you can also come from this way. You're also, if you,
2: if you want to bring your own life, please, a bridge, you're the, the reason I'm asking is to drop me off at the wrong place, and I just want to make oh. sure I know where I'm going to get dropped off tomorrow. So I'm going point it out. So both of these doors will be open, but this is the best way to come. OK. But there's not a door here? So. There is. OK. in so front? You go up this hallway
9: all the way down. OK, because they probably drop me off at the front. Yeah, it's to, at the other side,
2: the big long hallway.
0: Morning. is where the doctors office. Okay. Yeah. 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 Um, and we go tomorrow from ten until five. 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 Okay. Five. And we'll take, you know, we'll take a, a, a bit of a tea break, and we'll decide how long we need for for lunch. We just work with it organically, you mm.
10: know.
0: Thanks, Brenda. Uh, so
10: just a, a, few, a few minutes. This is a a, a mantra which is om namo bhagavate vasudevaya. Mm. And it can be transliterated to a a mantra to the indwelling one. Mm. So, and it, it starts a little bit in English and we'll sing. we can sing together.
0: I'm going to write it phonetically. I'm really sorry if anybody has uh, oh, Sanskrit <laughs> skills because I don't. Yeah, so, t- as you so I'm just sure. on yeah, mm-hmm. Namo Yeah, Namo Bagabate. That's probably B-H. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I, I know I can't do this. Bag Vasu. V-A-S-U. V-A-S-U. V-A-S-U-S. It's one
2: word. Yeah. But we
9: can
0: kind
9: of
10: read it
9: like
10: that. Vasudevaya. IYA. AYA.
5: Okay. Yeah. Okay.
10: Thank you. So it just starts with a few English words. Sure. This is the place where truth resides.
11: This is the place beyond my. Way down low. these are the words that I could find trying to say what can't be described way down Down hello Oh Namo Vasudevaya I was trying, to sing that, together. I was trying to sing that together Oh Namo oh. Bhagavate Sooner or Bhagavate Vasudevaya Pasu neva. Onu